UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal will fly to two. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. back to the typical skeptic podcast i have a familiar face with me today someone who i think is bark is awesome i really look up to her work and i i really like what she does and who i'm talking about is dr kimmick george you guys know her as the frequency master dr kimmick george is an internationally renowned naturopathic doctor energy healer remote viewer and paranormal expert and consciousness teacher her extensive client list includes some of the world's most talented healers for the past 25 years she's worked on thousands of people all over the world Driven by her inner knowing and her healing work could be made by much quicker, more affordable and amplified exponentially using technology, Dr. Kimberly consulted with an esteemed neurosurgeon and realized that healing frequencies and naturopathy could be applied to all areas of her clients' lives. Her latest groundbreaking program, Frequency Master, teaches us how to master frequencies in our own life and train other healers to use their own unique and successful, excuse me, methods. And her website is www.thesecrettoeverything.com or haleo.com slash secret of everything. And I want to give her a big warm welcome to the show. Dr. Kim, thank you for coming back on. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, dodging the hurricane, but good. Yeah, you, you, I know where I know what area you're in. I remember you telling me, vicinity, state-wise. I know I'm up here in Pittsburgh, and we're just getting the rain. But I, oh, I heard, guys? yeah, we're, I, but I, think, I don't know if that's rain from the hurricane or if that's just rain, period. You know, like I, you never, you never know with the weather. And what, yeah, what who knows in the matrix what it is or who it's well, from? Probably, I, we can start off with that. Is the weather a program? Is the weather a program run by, and, and is that why they're spraying all the time? We, we got to watch what we say, you know, but like, I you know, know what I mean? mean. I they do that over the sky. I mean, certain words, but, um, yeah, absolutely. So in um, my knowledge, and I should have sent you, have I ever sent you the pictures I have from NASA of the images of what we are? Have I ever sent you that? No, no. Are I'm you sorry. There with your audience? Dang, you're going to have to have me back again because we're going to have to uh, share those. Uh, I don't have time to look them up right now, but yeah, I have NASA pictures showing what we are. So just to uh, review with everybody, in my belief, we're on a ship. Uh, similar to a Star Trek chip, and we're in a hologram projected reality. So, you know, you walk in and, and you know, they walked through worlds and they had different uh, simulations. So we're in the Earth game, U-R-T-H. 
And, um, you know, so we're in this closed, you know, just like Westworld shows us, just like Stephen King talks about in Under the Dome, we're in this closed, you know, simulation game. And so, of course, everything's controlled. So everything's a program. So there, think about a game, like think about Call of Duty, think about any game you play on your phone. It's all controlled. It's all coded. It's all control, you know, controlled. So everything's controlled, including the weather. Now the weather's controlled by different factions. It's, you know, controlled by CERN. It's controlled by HARP. It's not one thing. It's controlled by um, the cabal. It's controlled by benevolent races because one thing about the earth game, I think I talked about this in coast to coast is everybody has a hand in the pot. So this isn't a closed system. It's a closed system game to us, but it's an open system kind of game, uh, you know, free open system to many, many races, including my favorite uh, Galactic Federation of Non-Light to kind of come in and put their hands in and manipulate it. So, um, I know you call them the Galactic Federation of Non-Light. Why, why do you say that? I, I, I got to hear it. Yeah. And so polarity is a 3D thing and the Galactic Federation is not just a 3D thing. So, um, and also, I don't know if everyone knows this. So we're always talking about going to the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, that this is like utopia, but there's polarity in the fifth dimension. There's polarity in the fourth dimension. There's only one place. There is no polarity. Where? In the all, in the void at the beginning. Once you come out of the void, polarity begins. I mean, even if you think about it, because uh, we talk about light, color, and sound being the first thing that comes out before you start solidifying as you come down through the frequency levels. And if you even think about colors, blue versus red versus green versus polarity, if it's not one, it's division, which is polarized, you know? So basically, you know, you can be in the 750th dimension, but if you're not in the void, then you still have this, you know, polarity system. So just like the Galactic Federation, there's different beings. I'm a member of the Galactic Federation. Um, you may be too. I'd have to look at that. And, you know, if you ever want to ask me questions and do a reveal sometime on the show, like if you have specific questions about you, we can look, I can look at them ahead of time and we can do like well, a reveal. You know, on the show. What's interesting is I've had a psychic on live and that scene gets a lot of views. Like a lot of people seem to like that where like the psychic will come on and people like the audience just gets to go free range on her. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, no, you know what I mean? Like the audience gets to oh, submit. No, their I like that. That's my, that's and, my and, ability. And, yeah. I could do that in my sleep. Like literally I could be asleep and, and you could have call-ins and I could do that so easily. So if you ever want to do that, including with you, we can, you know, we can do that. I kind of like to be like in the right, like mental space and kind of whack because I haven't had electricity. I'm in a hotel room, so I'm not like super sharp, but you look like you have the galactic federation frequency. But my point is, so there's positive beings, what we would consider positive there's negative. Um, you know, there's, but I will say one thing about the galactic federation. So on earth, one thing when we're talking about relationships or whatever, we're saying, look at people's actions, not their words, like look at what they're doing. Um, and, you know, people show us who they are. Well, the Galactic Federation has shown us who they are. Who are they? They are an organization, no matter what dimension in the, or no matter what individual, but as a whole organization, I'll probably get black helicopters for this, but and Navy planes, their favorite thing, flyover thing for me. But um, they're conquering. They want to conquer. Now, they make up all kinds of excuses. We're protecting them, you know, from worse people, blah, 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 a million excuses. But they... To date, they've conquered 500,000 planets. Did those planets want to be conquered? I'm guessing pretty much most of them did it. So that's who the Galactic Federation is. That's why I call them the Galactic Federation of Nonlight, because it's all BS. Oh, the fifth directive or the tenth directive or the what? It's all BS. It's all lies. If they wanted to come and help us, what is there to help? It's a game. 
how do you help people in a game? You don't help people in a game. How do you go into Call of Duty and help the guys that are dying, Robert? You don't. It's all. Well, I was going to ask you this: How does nuclear war factor into the game? Because I know it it would it would factor in. Is it just a is it more of a fear thing? Do you think? And I know again, I got to watch what I say on here, but but like I, that's me. Like, I do. I want to tackle these topics because I want to get. I don't get to talk to you, and I want to get your because a lot of people are worried right now, and I don't. I He's think lying, have, you guys. He talks to me all the time. He's lying. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. But you know what I mean? Like, is, is, do people have things to be worried about, or is that a fear program being okay. on? Or is that okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Great. Okay. Everything here is scripted. So if you're in my groups, you know, like I, I told them what was going to be happening right now with the Ukraine and everything. They knew about it three years ago. They're always prepared. I'm like, okay. So when you hear this, you know. It's a script. Do not go into fear. Do not stockpile water. Do not waste your money on food. Like, because I get handed the scripts. Not only do I get handed the scripts, but I can just look and see what the scripts are that are coming down in the timeline. So I double check them both ways. So we know those of us that are connected to the cabal, I'm from a double reptilian family. I have many exes who are still in high level places in the cabal. And gosh, I'm getting like weirdly energetically attacked as I talk about this, uh, but because they don't want to know. And my favorite example, it's just because it's one of the more recent ones. And I've said this before, maybe on your show, I'm not sure. And I might've mentioned on Coast to Coast is that stupid Gabby murder script that they did for like four months to distract us in the summer from the CO thing that came down shortly after or during, um, you know, I don't want to say certain words, but um, yeah. on, you guys believe these elaborate murder scripts i'm not saying mothers don't murder their children i'm not saying boyfriends don't kill their girlfriends no i'm not saying that but everything you guys believe about the game in the world most of it is 90 percent false including the news you believe so you just think like these ffs you know what i'm talking about like the big weird things like the school stuff you know people debate that but it's not that it's almost all the news is made up it's almost all scripted this is what I tell people. If you do not know someone that you would trust with your life, like Robert, I wouldn't trust you with my life. So if you said I went to Canada and there was a something, something that I saw, I'm sorry. I'm not believing you because you and I aren't close enough for me to trust you with my life. But if one of my daughters went to Canada and said, mom, I was on the street and I saw this. And also, can we believe our eyes? Because what about the movies? Well, here's the thing about the movies. Actually, we can believe our eyes because we're told like they have blanks and stuff in the movies, but they don't. Um, and I talked about this in Coast to Coast, too. So everybody in Hollywood knows the horrible secret that actual people are killed in the making of almost every single uh, violent horror movie, action movie, rape movie, child molestation movie. They're all clones. Um, they're actually raped. They're actually murdered. They're actually killed. Apparently, <laughs> apparently we're getting to where I have no fear for anything I say because I just tell all the secrets now. Yeah, I mean, so everything. I wanted to ask you this. I thought this was so interesting. You talked about in in on the coast to coast interview. You didn't get too much into it. You were saying something about like how Venus is kind of like a vacation realm for the elites. Can you talk about that? And then like there, you said there was kind of like a Vietnam operation that was kind of behind that. Right. Into your first question, or one of your, you know, when we were talking about the Galactic Federation of Non-Light. So. Uh, you know, Earth is used as a staging area for other um, planetary. They're turning up my air implant. They're like, you are not going to talk about this. If they if it gets too bad, I won't be able to talk about it. I'll try to talk through it. Um, sometimes they turn up my air implant and they will drop me like to the point of like calling 911. So I can't go there. But if it's just 
irritating, which it is right now. I'll try to go through it. They're always so stupid too. Cause why would they do that? If what I was saying was a lie, like why would they torture and harass me? It doesn't even make sense. They're stupid. Yeah. They shouldn't turn up my ear implants, <laughs> but um, so I can't say that out loud, but um, all right. So every war is an operational cover um, mainly or a game script, of course. And the Vietnam war was an operational cover for the galactic federation of non-lights um, conquering of Venus. So there weren't a lot of Venetians, um, they were peace-loving people. It was kind of an easy conquest. So they um, could stage off the Earth game. They could use the Vietnam War um, as cover for the conquering of Venus. So I'm not saying all POWs, but I think it's very comforting to a family to know that maybe your loved one who disappeared and they never found, they never found the skeleton, they never found the camp, they never found anything, they disappeared without a trace, I mean, I think it's kind of covered, you know, maybe not, but kind of to think that maybe they are happy. Maybe they've gone on with their lives, you know, and will live out their days in actually better bliss than we have on the, you know, Earth came because Venus is a vacation, tropical paradise. It's not what they tell you. Where did we get the idea that on a suffering game that we were ever going to be told the truth by the authorities? You have to say who says. So even when I'm talking, who says and what would be my agenda? You'd have to look into my background. You'd have to see if it makes sense what I say or makes sense what I didn't say. So we need to say who says. So when we get sit in school and we're told, you know, here's Venus and here's what it looks like. And here's, you know, the percentage of gas and here's what human life. Who says and what's their agenda? We are supposed to be good little energy slaves. We're supposed to be harvested by succubus incubus. We're supposed to be tapped uh, by the cabal. I mean, you know, they tax us with actual money. Um, they manipulate us. They play games with us. They take us. Everybody's taken. I mean, it goes on and on. If you guys do not understand the reality you live in, you have no filter system for any information. So it's not just these weird things we're talking about, Robert. You don't have filter system for the most basic information of life. Let's bring one up. This is always fun and controversial. The food program, what I call the food program. Who says that a high-frequency light beam with a holographic field that runs on frequency needs to eat crappy food three, four, five, six times a day? Who says? True. Who is teaching you that? Because we find that one of the quickest ways to break free and get your frequency up to activate your psychic abilities is to start intermittent fasting, day fasting, even water fasting. And of course, stop eating all the, you know, crap, you know, you guys shouldn't be going to fast food like ages ago because there's human meat in every single thing that you're going to eat other than, and even some chicken, um, people used to just say beef, but it's also um, some of the human bodies are used in the chicken products in the fast food restaurants. So all the fast food restaurants a lot of them go back to the Cargill um, meat warehouses where I have an employee um, that may not be alive any longer because as soon as I heard this, they are no longer able to be contacted. I'm not saying they are or aren't. I don't know. I can't get a hold of them. Um, but they said they have seen the human meat warehouses, which are very similar to the beef warehouses, except humans. So, you know, we know these major corporations are also, you know, funneling human meat into the food system. Oh my God. I never even thought of that, but that's, that's insane. Like, um, let me ask you this, like when it comes to like down to like, uh, the program reality, how can we, can you break down like a fire creation spirit versus a clone versus a sim versus an NPC? And then how can you tell who's who and what's what, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Oh God, Robert, you have to start giving me your questions because I have the most amazing pictures to illustrate this. So um, even of children, of adults, and I think we should do that sometime. I think we should do like a, man, they're attacking me in my head. Um, I think we should do a slideshow and kind of maybe go back over some of the points. You know what I mean? Kind of like a part two. Well, you say, have it on your channel too, right? People can watch it also yeah, on your channel. But, I thought, but it would be nice to put like our points together with, because one thing people might not realize about me is I don't want you to believe me. I want to kind of show you so that then you can make up your own mind, not just because you guys shouldn't listen to me. No offense, Robert, but you shouldn't listen to, I mean, just because Robert has a hundred people on his show does not mean a hundred people on his show are telling the truth, including me. You know, I want you guys to see evidence and make up your own mind because you guys should be connected to the field of all information. And if you're fire creation, you should be able to read that pretty easily, you know, truth versus um, a lie. But back to fire creation. So not only is uh, there's different types of fire creation. So a fire creation is an eternal um, soul. It's an infinite being. It's a being that you can't kill. You can only, you know, kill the avatar, switch the avatar out. Uh, another thing about fire creation is fire creation will almost always be cloned. So what, how I explain that is a fire creation, your spirit, well, you're the all, if you and I are both fire creation, so we're actually each other. We're just individualized avatars and points of view, but we're no different. We're the same source energy. Um, and that source energy is infinite, like an ocean. And so you can take a, you know, here's a glass. You can take a glass down to the ocean or a lake and you can dip or your bathtub or your sink, you can dip it in. So here's the glass and we're going to pour it in this Kimberly avatar, you know, and what did that take from the ocean? I can go get another glass and I can pour it into you. You could be, you're not, but you could be my clone. I can pour it into your avatar or I can pour it into my clones where I know they are. And so those clones are a hundred percent. That ocean is me. That's my ocean. I'm the, let's say I'm the Indian ocean. So that's my big consciousness that came out of the all and has its own point of view, the Indian ocean. So anything I pour Indian Ocean into is 100% Indian Ocean. It's just the outside, the age, um, the mission, you know, the programming is going to be different. Does that make that sense? Makes, that so makes that, perfect sense. So those are fire creation spirits, right? Like, no fire creation spirits even in clones. But then there's clones um, and in, including even animals can have fire creation spirits in them, by the way, very much a lot of them do. And you guys know this intuitively, uh, who love your animals and have said, this is a healer, or this is an old soul cat or, you know, different things. Um, so it can happen to them too, but, um, there's many clones that are empty and then it gets really, really tricky because then there's clones that have fourth dimensional people that have passed, um, fire creation, people that have passed that have not come back into a body or into a dense form. A body is not the only dense form. There's trees. That's a dense form. There's animals. That's a dense form. There's creatures and beings you guys don't know. A planet could be a dense form. You can choose to be a sun. That's a dense form. But these fourth dimensional beings that we call ghosts have not come back into um, a body and they hang out waiting to pick the body. And for example, they would love to pick high frequency, powerful person body, because that's a lot more fun to be in a happy, joyful, expanded being, um, you know, than a depressive, you know, type of psychopath. But they also, if they were a dark matter fire creation spirit, which are fire. Okay. So within the game or in a lot of the games, or even in the multiverse, again, the polarity, there is no polarity doesn't matter. And I talked about this on coast to coast and he took me to a commercial break because of religious programming. Um, 
But we are taught, it's true, Robert. We are taught that there is sin and that puts us under guilt. And guilt is a very, guys, oh God, you guys know. I don't even have to explain this. Guilt has stopped us from doing so much in our life. It's destroyed our self-esteem. It's stopped us from moving forward. And it's driven us into anxiety. It's driven us into depression. It stopped us from ending relationships. It stopped us from starting. Come on. Guilt is a horrible thing to be under, you know? Yeah, it really is. It's, really, it's, really. it's a matrix program, right? It's like it guilt is. part of the part of their weapon, one of their weapons to use against us, right? Absolutely. Or guilt, fear, you know, all of those things. But the but if you knew that you can choose anything, um, any character, it's exactly the same thing. And you can choose different. And, you know, at different times in your life, I'm sure you were maybe more positive or made more happy, positive choices. And maybe there were times in your life where you made darker choices, Robert, and in my life too, and in everybody's life. And so we kind of choose new roles. I mean, we might not change bodies, but we choose, you know, we better ourselves or we make stupid choices and we kind of bring ourselves back down. Um, It doesn't matter. It's a game. So it matters in the fact that it's a mirrored reality. And if you don't wake up, if you don't remember who you are, if you don't activate your psychic abilities, you're probably doomed to come back. And you guys can have fun with that. You know, I think I've worked out a lot of my, I call it mirrored karma because I don't believe in pure karma. I believe the wall of this game is what you put out, you get back. So you put light out, you get light back. You put evil out, you get evil back. But it's not sinful. It's not sinful. It's a choice. And if you were good all the time, for millennia, I'm talking millions and millions and millions of years, you're going to be bored. And if you were bad all the time, you're also going to be bored. So when we see these uh, dark, what I call dark matter fire creation spirits, um, or AI connected fire creation spirits, these are beings that have come into this incarnation, this life, choosing to be evil characters many, many, many times. So what we get is these fourth dimensional beings, some of them are those dark matter fire creation spirits, that were dark in this life and they want to jump into a body. And that's what's happening a lot with the thing that they gave everybody. I don't know if I've talked about this. The thing that they gave everybody for the thing that they started that Biden announced was over. (laughs) That's what happened with a lot of that is it blew holes in people's fields. And so even the fire creation spirits are getting jumped by the darkest and darkest and darkest. I think I did talk about this with the fourth dimensional beings. And then the fire creation beings are choosing to walk out because they don't want to be wants to like live with like a, you know, a murderer, or a rapist, you know, when you're used to being alone in your body. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but we aren't taught how fluid and the ocean is a good example because consciousness is so fluid. Some of you are living. I mean, I have a friend that I know for sure. She said she's living like 300,000 different realities. She's in different games, different timelines, different shadow realities, different planets, different ships, different places. And she's exceptionally advanced and she has a lot of memory. So she can tell you more than average. I can tell you some of mine. I can tell you some of yours, but she can tell more of hers than the average person. So there are people that can go to any of those places. And and we're just not taught the nature of this reality. We're not taught the nature of the soul. And we don't know what's out there, really. All we know is what we're given and shoveled. Not, I mean, this is one of the rare shows, you guys. You should be really appreciative because although I may not agree with all the guests uh, that Robert has on, at least Robert presents a wide variety of opinion. There are shows that just kind of funnel the same thing. You know what I'm talking about, the same programming. And you at least let other people speak. 
you know, which I, I try to get a wide variety of guests, and then I try to let the audience decide for themselves who they and are. I like that. And I like that. To do that absolutely. You know, because like I think that's the best way to do it because we're all searching for the truth, right? We all just want to know what's really going on with our reality. I think that's why we all woke up in the first place. And I know that's really simplistic to say, but oh, I think true. I think that's the big reason. Everybody wants to know what happens when we die. Everybody wants to know, are we, you know, the question is like, are we caught in a reincarnation trap? Do people really rule over us? Do they feed off our loose? Like, is this a matrix? Is it a matrix? Do we have matrix traps? Are there matrix? You know what I mean? All those questions. Those, I, I think the things I wanted to know, you know, I mean, that's what set me on this journey and through bad decisions, actually through being so tightly woven with the darker part of the rulers of the game, I actually have learned a lot of information that I'm very thankful for because it's just another piece you can put, like you said, Robert, you know, this show to the point that my mom is, you know, my parents are born and Christians. They're so afraid I'm going to go to hell when I die. But it's interesting because I had more fear when I was a Christian, Robert, of whether I was going to heaven or hell, even though I'd accepted Jesus, um, which is a whole nother conversation. But now I know, now I know exactly where I'm going to go, where I die. I, I would love to die tomorrow. It's so amazing where I'm going. It's not heaven because I think that sounds boring. So I'm not going to choose that. But to have the fear of death, can you imagine how much life you can live if the if 100% fear of death is removed? And now I have that, you know, I have that now because I understand the reality we live in and I understand and remember a lot of the aspects of the, you know, multiverse. Yeah. No, I wanted to, I'm going to and for the, the fans that are new that, cause you know, we both, me and you, we both get a lot of new fans every day. Like, can you tell people about like what you do with the auras? And I know I've asked this before, so I'm not trying to be repetitive. It's, it's just really important because it's a big part of what you do right. and it, it, it can help people a lot. It can help people navigate this yes. matrix and what they, the, what choices they make in their life. I, I, if you could, if you could tell people about it, that'd be great. Sure. Um, so you, a lot of you guys have experienced Carlillian, you know, photography at metaphysical fairs and things like that, but we have access to technology way beyond kind of that with our, you know, phones and our iPads now um, and our computers. And there's a lot of, you know, different machines, but basically, uh, you know, we have apps now. It's, you know, that simple, that, you know, handheld that anybody can buy or purchase. So you can contact us. But, you know, I can take a picture of, you know, Robert and I have many times, right? I'm going to do it right. You know, I'm yeah. going to do it. <laughs> I can't help it. I have to do it. But I've taken, you know, I've done many. Uh, I'm going to see if you're you in can actually you want, short you circuit, can But I can take a picture of Robert. And, um, you know, I can take a picture of Robert and I will in a minute and um, I'm going to have to put you in again. And I can not only read his aura, which is his current, you know, state of frequency coming off, you know, his being, which you guys are used to. Most people are familiar with that. But it's more than an R reading because in me and in Robert, if you can read all our frequencies, you can tell what I'm thinking. You can tell what I was doing before the show. You can tell what I want to be doing. You can read all my programming. You can tell whether I'm what corporations own me. You can tell me who you can tell who's being taken at night because we carry every single thing through trillions and trillions of years. Since we've come out of the all, we carry it in our holographic energy field. Nothing is carried in the mind. So that's more and more and more lies when we talk about memory being in the mind. So the technology that they use blocks you from having access to what we can get from the outside. So what we're doing is we're sending kind of a, a ping 
against your field, which you don't have access to because of the technology. Well, you do if you have a high enough frequency or if you start to remember. Um, and then we can read health, emotions. There's nothing we can't read. There's no question that I can't program into the back end and then tap against Robert or myself or against a stranger on the street or your pets or your home or your land or a country or a, a political situation or a political figure. It doesn't matter. There is nothing that cannot be known in the multiverse. And again, I would say you guys have to understand the essence of who you are. If you are the all, what can you not know? And you are the all just because you don't remember you're the all just because you don't have access to that memory doesn't change the truth that you are the all. And so everything comes out of the all that will ever exist or ever has existed. And if you are the all, then that means it can be known and read. And the beautiful thing about there we go. Here it goes. <laughs> They're like, we're going to take her off now. Um, the beautiful frequency. What did you say, Robert? You cut out for a second. What did you say? You cut out. Yeah, because they don't want me to tell you guys this. Yeah, they don't want you guys to know any of this stuff, especially your own, you know, especially your own power. So, uh, you know, a picture. This is why the African culture is smart enough to know they don't let tourists take their pictures. They didn't used to because they know you can read the soul. What does that mean to them? It means you can read absolutely everything, just like I'm saying. So if you have a picture of someone, not only can you work hoodoo, voodoo, magic, whatever, which is true, all true stuff, but you could also read anything about a person. So um, I, of course I don't need a picture and neither do you, but you know, a picture helps in people's belief when we're doing this stuff. I was stuff. gonna say, you, you've had an, before you go on, I, you've always had an ability since you were a child. I heard you say this on Coast to Coast where you've been able to, kind of psychically become someone or become an animal or become a tree or I have a lot of psychics on my show and I think that's important because my what title of my podcast is UFO paranormal and Psy. I love Psy. I I believe it's very real. It's a very mm -hmm. real phenomena. And uh mm -hmm. yeah I mean like so like was that part of you making this app like like the fact that you could do that because you were already naturally able to read people or what? I mean, you know what? I think it was part of um, finding the technology and developing it to the extent and programming it the way that I do. Because when you merge with someone, even though I'm really good at it and I don't believe I need protection, it has a high physical avatar energy cost. So if I would merge with you right now, it's just kind of, um, I'm so used to it. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, I can merge with anyone, but it is rougher when you merge with someone and you're like, oh my God, I had no idea they were this person. You know, like I've merged with people that I didn't know were pedophiles and it's right there. And you're like, you can't unsee things, you know, you can't unknow things. And so it can be really rough. And so I love that I don't have to merge. I do sometimes, but I don't have to. I can get everything from me. It's kind of like the technology sits between me and you, Robert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like when, when you're, well, after you take the picture, like what is that? I mean, cause they always say the eyes are the way to the soul. I don't know if you remember that old, old phrase that people used to say, they used to say the eyes are the way to the soul. So yeah, after you take the picture, you, it gives you, your app generates like a report about the, the person's overall health. Uh, what, like what all, what all does it do? Like, would you say? Well, I mean, 
each person that owns this particular app, we purchase different panels. We can program different panels. We write different panels. So my app is going to be way more woo. My app is going to be secret space. My app is going to be MCaltra. My app is going to be what corporations own you. My app is going to be, you know, are you elemental? Are you fae? My app is going to be what's going on in your house. You know, my app is going to be all woo, 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 more than other people's. It's also going to be the normal stuff, physical things. Um, so it's really individualized, but there's basic programs, you know, um, what emotions are you struggling with? What are your brain chemicals? What are your brain waves saying? What are your hormones saying? What's your meridian saying? What's your vertebrae? Are, you know, should you go to the chiropractor? It's going to be a lot of basic stuff. Um, and then we go, you know, just depending people, so many people use it for so many different things. You know, it's not a one it's like I said, anybody, a color practitioner could use it. A crystal practitioner could use it. A, psychologists could use it. I mean, I used to have, I mean, this, I've been doing this for 30 years. I used to, I've had psychologists all over the country call me up and say, which is the best vibrational match, uh, psychiatric medication, um, you know, prescription medication. So we don't have to do the, let's try Zoloft, let's try Prozac. It just saves time because your body knows your body, your brain knows if you need medication, which one's going to be the match instead of trial and error. There's nothing that you can't tell what's going to balance. We're always looking for balance. We're looking for perfect homeostasis balance in the mind, in the, you know, spirituality, in the emotions and in the physical avatar. That's, so that's what we're looking for. And is it possible to attain like a Jedi frequency or a high frequency? Where I think we've talked about that before, but. Yeah. So there's two. Okay. And this isn't just in the game. This is in all the way back to the all. So coming out of the all, the next highest frequency, if you're not all, if you're not all the way back into nothing, um, the, the frequency that comes out of that, we call, of course, this is an agreed upon name through all time, all space by pretty much everyone. It's called the Jedi frequency. The Jedi frequency is much what you were taught in. Where'd you hear about the Jedi, Robert? In what movies series? Star Wars. Thank you. So George Lucas knows this, of course, he's in contact Many of the um, beings that you think are actors in George Lucas's films are actual ETs or actual beings from other planets that have agreed because of their relationship with him to appear or have wanted to appear. Um, again, the Earth game is a very popular game. So people like to be involved, you know, in it in weird ways, uh, you know, kind of secretly or openly. And so, um, yeah, so the Jedi frequency is a warrior frequency. Um, it's a crusader justice because it's the highest. Like, of course, you're going to be just. Of course, you're going to want to bring balance everywhere you go to the ships you go on to the civilizations. You're, you're, uh, most Jedis, honestly, are the Doctor Who type. They are usually time lords. They are proficient at changing timelines. They're proficient at um, time jumping. They can go. They're proficient at recognizing portals and slipping through the portals. Um, all Jedis will be used by the secret space program. All Jedis almost will probably be super soldiers because they are the best of the best as Star Wars shows us. They're the elite trained. They've been finely honed over millions of years. Billions of you guys, billions of dollars are poured into these programs. Um, and it, it's called high value asset. All the high value assets in the earth game are what's called yellow tagged. And if you have a medical file, sometimes you can catch a yellow sticker or a yellow highlight at the top. Oh, gosh, they're attacking me. <laughs> they hate this stuff. Um, at the top of your file. If you're yellow tagged, you're a high value asset. You're probably first, second or third wave. 
probably Jedi or second frequency is crystalline Christ, K-H-R-I-S-T, nothing to do with Jesus Christ, everything to do with crystal uh, frequencies, which crystal um, crystals, interestingly enough, quartz crystal technology, this is very interesting to me, drives 100% of all ships, all ships um, goes with quartz. So if you guys aren't using quartz in your life, if you aren't interacting with quartz crystals, you are missing some major magic on a high level. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, I know a lot of people are talking about crystals. Now, I have a bunch of, I even have a quartz crystal. Um, they're, so they're, they're very powerful then, right? That, they're super powerful in many, many, many ways. But specifically, quartz is a activator of your psychic abilities. It opens portals. It helps you see through dimensions. Um, and it helps you, you know, slip in and out of time. So those are just some kind of unique things of the purity of quartz. And interestingly enough, after looking for property for three years, Robert, without knowing this, obviously I knew it, but without knowing consciously, I purchased property that is on a quartz crystal four acres bed. I mean, every single, it's, I moved there, you know, so I don't think that was an accident and it's highly portal. I mean, the pictures I could share, it would blow your mind. I mean, it's just highly active and portals open and close all the time and all kinds of beans, you know, one thing you said, I thought this was so funny on coast to coast. And I, I, I want to do this. I, I swear to God, I am going to do it. Like it's, uh, oh. you said, you said go, take a can of spray paint and like a piece of paper and draw an X on that piece of paper and then put it down outside. Right. And stand on it. And you said, take our phone and take a picture every day. Same place, same spot, same picture. And you said you will start to see things appear, disappear out of your reality because that's proving that there are glitches in the matrix, right? Right. That's proving that your reality isn't real. It, it's interfered with. Uh, maybe maybe a Palladian said, hey, I don't like that chair in Robert's yard and I'm going to move it three feet to the left. Or <laughs> or maybe or maybe you'll see beans pop in or maybe you'll see portals or maybe you'll be like, why is that half dark and half light? Like you guys will see anomalies. But that's why it's very important you do like same time, same time of day, stand in the same place and go same direction. I have so many emails of people that have done that. They're like mind blown. It usually only takes two or three days. It doesn't even take like a week. I was going to say, like, how, how many people do you think if they did that would start more believing in sim theory? You know, I don't think they would. This is why, Robert, because we are so, what's it called? Cognitive dissonance. We explain it away. We'll be like, well, somebody came and planted a tree. Like we have strong cognitive dissonance and programming. So it kind of depends how strong your programming is, because this is what I always say, because I have pictures and I see like Sasquatch and similar creatures, dogmen in the fur. And I have pictures of them and I'll show people and they'll be like, I swear to God, I could take Sasquatch by the hand, knock on your door right now, live, bring him in your house and you, and you would be so in cognitive dissonance and your audience would be, they'd be like, Oh, that's a guy in a suit. It <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, that's why I've given up. I don't share pictures very often. I might with you, but I went on, um, is it leak project? I went on leak project. I shared some of my best. They were so good of little people. I have a picture so good of a little person that I got ripped to shreds accusing of going and buying a GI Joe doll. That's how clear it is, Robert. Like that's how clear this little warrior little person is that I got accused of going to the store buying a GI Joe doll and planting it in my yard. 
Oh, I, I, I don't see why you, you have no reason to do that. Why would you do that? You know, and, and maybe these people are paid opposition as well. I mean, I'm not even saying they're real people saying that because you know how it is. I mean, I'm sure you get people that are paid opposition that say comment. You know what I'm talking about beneath your show. But um, yeah, so I don't share a lot of pictures because these creatures and beings, they trust me and I have a relationship and they don't like it. They don't like it when they don't like it when I use their they don't even like their picture taken. So they don't like it when I share and then it gets like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I didn't even just say uh, the last question I have for you is we got in, we started talking about clone sims and NPCs a okay, little bit. Sir. Like how can we tell if someone is an NPC? Okay, like, I know it's like maybe like repetitive behavior because some people, it just seems like they, they have to be like, it, oh, it seems okay. like so, I'll just give you an example. Let's say your brother happens to be um, an you know, like an, an empty clone or, well, first of all, I just want to define to me and a non-player character is literally a projection of the matrix. So um, they may look solid and they could even be solid, but they're not, they're not even what we would call a flesh and blood touchable avatar. They're usually a projection. I have a picture of a car that I took when I was passing um, that is a hundred percent NPC. So you can see through the car and you can see through the people and you can also tell by the look on their face that they're NPC. NPCs are literally the background fillers of the society. They're literally just to fill in a town. So one thing we're finding as we go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole is there's a lot less fire creation than we think. So for example, my whole town may center around me the one or two fire creations, you know, maybe me and my daughter, who's the only two fire creation spirits in the whole town. So who is everybody else? NPCs, the firemen, the policemen, the male people, the town. There's a reason all towns look the same. As a matter of fact, I was driving um, to Winston-Salem to this hotel today. And I used to live at a town in Ohio. And as I pass a certain block, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this block right here looks exactly the same as this block. I mean, exactly like the same vibe. Everything's the same, the same fencing, the same buildings, because sometimes the coders of the matrix are just lazy. Like if you have a thousand towns, you run out of, you know what I mean? Create creative things to do. So you start using templates. So a lot of countries are templated. Now countries are different worlds. So how it's coded in the matrix computers. So you think like Portugal or Spain or France, it's part of our world. It's actually not. It's considered within the game a different world. It's to create variety in a game. So that's why they have different food. That's why they have a different culture. That's why they dress. It's to create that game variety. Just like when you hit certain levels in a video game, a new country opens up or a new character opens up or a new vehicle or a new storyline opens up. So again, it just goes back to, um, you know, and there's other reasons that you want to believe me. I told you what I know, but um, yeah, Matrix is a documentary, 100%. Westworld is a 100% documentary. Many other, you know, films and movies. You know, um, I love Under the Dome. I think it's a beautiful illustration of, um, you know, us literally being, because we are. Um, if I show you where we are, because I have pictures of what it looks like from the outside of where we are, we are literally under the dome of a ship, but it's on a ship, you know, on a pole, on a documentation. Who, who, you said the programmers of Matrix, who do we think is running? Who, I, I never asked you this question. And this is my last question because I know you don't have a lot of time. Like, who is running this Matrix? Like, who is in charge? Like, if, if we're the, is it us? Are we the, are we in charge or is there programmers or like you said? Okay, so there's certain, there's three, there's three main 
there's subcomputers. There's three main matrix computers. Um, one is sits on the ship that's over the sun simulator. If you go on the Sashi cameras, S-E-C-C-H-I right now, and you look at the right one of the sun, you can see the wings of the ship uh, sticking out on top of the sun. There's a matrix computer on that. One is in the moon on the moon base. It's one of the older ones and it's junkie program. And I don't remember where the third one is. Uh, these are all fueled. Okay. So the whole matrix game, Robert, is fueled only by the consciousness of fire creation. So in each of those matrix computer programs, there are three individuals consciousness that run and uh, program and reprogram them. The Galactic Federation uh, started off running the reality and uh, the Draco reptilians currently, there's a little bit of a battle for it, currently uh, control the reality because the Galactic Federation of Non-Light was really stupid and they forgot that the Dracos are one of the most highly technological advanced um, you know, beings in the multiverse. And so they took over the programs and hacked into them. And so they, uh, that's your cabal, that's your lower level uh, people that run the matrix. But ultimately, I do know the names of the three beings, which I will not, maybe someday I'll reveal it. Um, I do know the three individuals who are alive and are between the ages of 30 and 60, uh, that their consciousness runs the matrix computers, they're actual people and beings. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so it's so insane to think that this is our reality, you know. But it really, I I I believe this more than I believe what we've been told. You know, I believe this way more. I mean, this this is, it makes sense, right? And and it makes sense that just to, just on a final note, it makes sense that they would tell us about it through film and television, right? You know. Well, the reason is um, because the beings that run this, that, that are the oldest beings here, including you and I, Robert, um, we're the first, second, third wave. I mean, they're going to use our consciousness. They're going to use our storylines. We have the best storylines. Okay. So if you just came out of the matrix yesterday and you were born in the earth game, you're like one day old, right? And you're one day old, literally out of the all, you're one day old and you're one day old in the game. Well, I don't want to watch a movie about a boring baby that's one day old. I want to watch like battles and cheating and like murder. Like I want good stuff. Who's lived the good stuff? The people that have lived the longest in and out of the game. So that's the stories. They and what's interestingly enough, The Matrix is not a present movie. The Matrix, um, although it illustrates a present, our present reality, it's actually what? What we call future, even though all time is now. There's non-locality, you know. Miss Star Traveler, um, there's non-locality, <laughs> so which is why we can read energy anytime, any place. But um, yeah, so the Matrix takes place in the future. That is, but all time is now. And those characters in the Matrix are real people. They are fire creation consciousness that are alive today. I also know, I know who the people are that are, you know, the consciousness of the people that are in many of these movies and television shows too. And some of them, I mean, I, I'd be curious to know, I'd have to look. Maybe next time we can reveal if you have TV series or movies made about you, Robert, your consciousness. <laughs> that would be that that'd be something to see, you know. <laughs> well, this was awesome. I, I want to thank you for taking your time out to come back on the show. I always love having you on. I always love our conversations. I mean, it's, it's great. You're great. You have great questions. You have great interaction. You're always open, um, even if you get a lot of crap for it. So I apologize. I know I'm a controversial guest, you know. I, that, you're my favorite. You're a no. You're you're not a controversial guest. You're a black belt level guest. That's oh, I love it. Thank you. You made my day. I said that. I, and I don't care what my audience says. I think you're a black belt level guest because you have to know things to interview you. You can't just 
you can't just like listen to you on another podcast. It, you know, you got to you got to come up with information, and you're you're a black belt, so you have to be. You have to know no, this. No, you're a black belt because you get information out of me because you have your own. You know what I mean? You're broad spectrumed enough that you can ask the right questions to get information out of me that nobody else can. So you're black belt too. The, somebody just quoted. I'll put it up on the screen. Uh, Lisa Garland says, uh, "Doctor." He's a doll baby. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. Lisa's great. Thank you. Hi, Lisa. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I was just, it wasn't showing up. But then, thank you, Dr. Kim. I appreciate it. And we'll do this again next time. All yeah, right, I'm, I'm going to share. Yeah, and I'll share the crap out of this too so you get more, uh, you know, listeners. So thank you so okay, much. Thanks. Take care. Uh, I'll be back at eight o'clock with Nathan from the Voices of Orion Project. I still have to do that show. So tune in for that. And I'll see you guys in 15 minutes. I think, I think in 15 minutes, I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be all right. I'll talk to you soon.